The following is the lecture on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 22, Verse 27, by His Grace Sundar Gopal Prabhu at ISKM Singapore on the 2nd of February 2019. <laughs> Paratmano yad vyavadana purasta Swapne yata purushastat vinashe Translation, when a person becomes devoid of all material desires and liberated from material qualities, he transcends distinction between action executed externally and internally. At that time, the difference between the soul and the super-soul existing before self-realization is annihilated. When a dream is over, there is no longer a distinction between the dream and the dreamer. Purported by Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami Śrīla Prabhupāda. As described by Śrīla Rūpa Goswāmī, Anya Bilāsita Sunyam, one must be devoid of all material desires. When a person becomes devoid of all material desires, there is no longer need for speculative knowledge or fruitive activities. In that condition, it is to be understood that one is free from the material body. The example is already given above. A coconut which is dry is loosened from its outward husk. This is the stage of liberation. As it is said in the Srimad Bhagavatam 2.10.6, Mukti. Liberation means Swarupena Vyavastiti, he been situated in one's own constitutional position. All material desires are present as long as one is in the bodily concept of life. But when one realizes that he is an eternal son of Krishna, his desires are no longer material. A devotee acts in this consciousness. In other words, when material desires in connection with the body are finished, one is actually liberated. When one is liberated from the material qualities, he does not do anything for his personal sense gratification. At that time, all activities performed by him are absolute. In the conditioned state, there are two kinds of activity. One acts on behalf of the body, and at the same time, he acts to become liberated. The devotee, when he is completely free from all material desires, all material qualities, transcend the duality of the action for the body and soul. Then the bodily concept of life is completely over. Therefore, Srila Rupa Goswami says, Iyayasya harehe dasye karmana manasagira nikalasva apyavastasu jivan muktaha saujyate when one is completely fixed in the service of the Lord, his liberated person in any condition of life is called Jivan Muktaha. Liberated even within this body, in such a liberated condition, there is no distinction between the actions for self-gratification and actions for liberation. When one is liberated from the desires of self-gratification, he is no longer to, be, to suffer the reactions of lamentation or illusion. Activities performed by the karmis and jnanis are subject to lamentation and illusion. 
But a self-realized liberated person acting only for the Supreme Personality of Godhead experiences none. This is the stage of oneness or merging into the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This means that the individual soul, while keeping his individuality, no longer has separate interests. He is fully in the service of the Lord and he has nothing to do for personal sanctification. Therefore, he sees only the Supreme Personality of Godhead and not himself. His personal interest completely perishes when a devotee comes out of a dream, the dream vanishes. While dreaming, a person may consider himself a king and see the royal paraphernalia, his soldiers, etc. But when the dream is over, he does not see anything beyond himself. Similarly, a liberated person understands that he is in part and parcel of the Supreme Lord acting in accordance with the desire of the Supreme Lord and as such there is no distinction between himself and the Supreme Lord. Although both of them retain their individuality, nityo nityanam setana setananam tata upanishad. This is the perfect conception of oneness in relation to the super soul and the soul. ಅಮಜ್ಞಾನದಿರಂದಸ್ಯಾಜ್ಞಾನಂಜನಾಶ್ಮೇಶ್ರೀಗುರುವೇ ಶಾಧ್ವತಂ ಶಬದೂತಂ ಪರಜನಂ ಶೀತಂ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ನೇವೃಷ್ಣಪದಂ ಸಹಗನಲಿತಾಶಾಗಂಬಿತಿಷ್ಟೃಷ್ಣಾಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧು ಕೋಪೀಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಂತಾರಾಧಾಕಂತನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಾಪ್ತಕಾಂಕ್ಷಣಗೌರಾಂಗಿ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ಶವಾನುಚಿತೇವಿಪ್ರಣಮಾಮೇಹರೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದೀ ಪಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯಾಸಕಾರಿಣೆನ್ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದೋಷ್ವೈತಗದಾಧಾರ ಶಿವಾಶ್ರೀಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೋ ಹಿಯರ್ ಯು ಕೆನ್ ಸೀ ದಟ್ Prithu Maharaj, spoken of by the four Kumaras, is speaking this point that when you are liberated, that means you are on the transcendental level, you get oneness with the Lord. This oneness is not the same as the Mayavads merging with the Lord. This oneness is explained here that they see themselves equal to the Lord in qualities. This is explained here in this verse. Bidyate hridaya grantis chidyante sarva samshayaha chiyante tashya karmani drishta evat maneswari. 
this point. Yeah, you can read. Thus the knot in the heart is pierced and all misgivings are cut to pieces. The chain of fruitive action is terminated when one sees oneself and one's master. See this point? So the, the, the point is that the knot in the heart is pierced in Sanskrit. Bidhyate hridaya granti, that means the heart is clean or uh, contamination. Uh, the chain of karma, fruitive action is terminated. And see, that means like today the words, unless one is free from all material desires, you cannot come to this point of seeing that he is oneself and seeing one's master equal. The same point is also explained here. Bejyate hridaya granti chityante sarva samsaya chiyante chaji karmani. Now the last line is changed. Mahitriste kilatmani. This line is changed. What does this mean? The knot in the heart is pierced, all misgivings are to pieces, the chain of fruit action is terminated when I am seen as the Supreme Personality of God. In other words, the living entity, he actually sees the Lord. You know. There's only oneness. Here in this verse, Bhishma Dev is showing by practical example what uh, the subject matter is all about today. Now I can meditate with full concentration upon that one Lord, Sri Krishna. Now present before me because now I have transcended the misconceptions of duality in regard to his presence in everyone's heart. Even in the hearts of mental speculators, he is in everyone's heart. The sun may be perceived differently, but the sun is one. See the point? So here he is transcended all these material desires and all and he has come to the point of seeing himself and the Lord in non-different in quality. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy, Achinta Beda, Beda Tattva. Simultaneously is one and different. It's not that we are like Maya, but we merge with God and synonyms. No. So you see, there's a distinction that we see ourselves as non-different from the Lord. This is a very high platform. It cannot be imitated if we have material desires. Here, the process of meditation is explained here in this part. See here, this is how meditation is done. The meditation doesn't mean that you meditate on some void or some light or something. It's explained here very clearly. Keeping the eyes half closed and fixed on the tip of one's nose, being enlivened and alert, one should meditate on the lotus flower situated within the heart. The lotus has eight pebbles and situated on an erect lotus stalk. One should meditate on the sun, moon and fire, placing them one after the other within the whole of that lotus flower. Placing by transcendental form within the fire, one should meditate upon it as the auspicious goal of all meditation. That form is perfectly proportionate, gentle and cheerful. It possesses four beautiful long arms, a charming beautiful neck, a handsome forehead, a pure smile and glowing sharp shape earrings suspended from two identical ears. The spiritual form is the color of a dark rain cloud and is garbed in golden yellowish silk. 
the chest of that form is the abode of Srivatsa and the goddess of fortune. And in that form is also decorated with the conch shell, this club, flower, lotus flower and garland of forest flowers. The two brilliant lotus feet are decorated ankle bells and bracelets and that form exhibit the Koshtuba, germ along with an effulgent crown. The upper hips are beautified by a golden black belt and the arms are decorated with valuable bracelets. All of the limbs of that beautiful form capture the heart and the face is beautified by the merciful glancing. Pulling the senses back from the sense of Jack, one should be grave and self-controlled and should use the intelligence to strongly fix the mind upon all the limbs of my transcendental body. Thus one should meditate upon that most delicate transcendental form of mind. See how detailed it is. Hey, meditation not some, some nonsense. One should then pull the consciousness back from all the limbs of the tranquil body and at that time one should meditate only on the wonderful smiling face of the Lord. Being established in meditation on that Lord's face, one should then withdraw that consciousness and fix it in the sky. Then giving up such meditation, one should establish in me and give up the process of meditation altogether. The mind becomes totally fixed on the Lord. Then, you see here, this is the point that we are establishing, see? One should completely fix his mind on me, see me within his own soul and should see the individual soul within me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thus, he sees the individual soul united with the Supreme Soul, just as one sees the sun rays completely united with the sun. And the yogi does control his mind by intensely concentrated meditation, his illusory identification with objects, knowledge and activity is quickly extinguished. This is the point. So Krishna consciousness, of course, we are simplified by chanting. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is given the process that you start chanting. And by chanting and chanting, you will get yourself attracted to the particular form of the law. Uh, this is the process. This is explained here. Our process is chanting. So that is explained here that when we get to practice this Krishna consciousness, one should learn how to associate with the devotees of the Lord by gathering with them to chant the glories of the Lord. This process is more purifying. As devotees develop their loving friendship, they feel mutual happiness and satisfaction. By thus encouraging one another, they elevate able to give up material sense education with the cause of own suffering. So our process to come to this point is of course meditating on the Lord, but ours is by hearing and chanting. The devotees of the Lord constantly discuss the glories of the personality of Godhead among themselves. Thus they constantly remember the Lord and remind one another of his qualities and pastimes. And this way by their devotion to the principle of Bhakti Yoga, the devotees please the personality of Godhead who takes away from them everything inauspicious. Being purified of all impediment, the devotees awaken to pure love of Godhead and thus even within this world, their spiritualized body exhibits symptoms of transcendency such as standing on the bodily hairs on hand. So that's a process. Our process is, this is our process. Our process by chanting, we develop this uh, oneness in consciousness. And that is exhibited by the eight transformations, standing of the hands, choking of the voice, crying. This is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the morning we chant, this is Sastika prayer, right? 
He said, I want to be, I don't want to have any material desire. What do you want? I don't want love. I don't want. Huh? We are free from all material. Na dhanam, na janam, na sundari. I don't want nothing. Right? What do I want? I want to be your devotee. Then the next thing he says, when will you put me as an atom at your lotus feet? He doesn't want nothing else. He wants to be fixed. Then the next prayer he says, when the when tears will flow, when will my hair stand, where my voice, this is ecstasy. And then after that verse, tears are flowing from my eyes like torrents of rain and I feel all way kind of lapse. See that separation. See this is how the, the, the whole symptom is explained. Having achieved love of Godhead, his devotees sometimes weep loudly, absorbed in thought of the infallible Lord. Sometimes they laugh, feel great pleasure, seek out, speak out loud to the Lord, dance or sing. Such devotees having transcended material conditioned life, sometimes imitate the unborn supreme by acting out his pastime, and sometimes achieving his personal audience, they remain peaceful and silent. So these are all the symptoms of a person who have attained love of God. The love of God is not some thing that you can imitate. The first, first thing is that you have become free from all material contamination. If you are materially contaminated, then it is not possible to develop this. And this is also explained by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he explained this point in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. A person who gives up all fruitive activities, that means he is free from all material and offers himself entirely unto me, eagerly designed to render service unto me, achieves liberation from birth and death and is promoted to the status of sharing my own opinions. So in other words, as Rupa Goswami has Prabhupada quoted in the purple, Anya Bilasita Sunya, we must become free from all material contamination. Of course, it's not like just, you know, trying to not see maya or this, this, this. Freeing material contamination means that all our desires become purified to only one desire, that is to serve the Lord. He has got no other desire other than to please the Lord. That is explained in this uh, Durva Maharaj example. He was full of desires. When he saw the Lord, he said, I don't want anything anymore. I only want to become yourself. See how? The transformation. So that is called spiritual life. Spiritual life means our heart must become free from all material inabilities. And that will come by chanting the holy name of the Lord. By chanting, you will get attracted. Unless we have attraction for the Lord, that is not possible to give up the attraction of mind. It's just not possible. See? Until and unless we are attracted to the Lord, then only we can give up our material. That's why previous days verses, that unless we are disgusted materially, you cannot go forward. See? You understand this? This is the verse, you know, Kunti Devi is saying, until we are finished with all this maya, I can chant Janmaneshwarya Suti Sri Edhamanam Madhapuman 
नैवहाति कुंती Krishna is also saying the same thing. Krishna is also saying, yeah, you can see what he is saying. Yadarambeshu nirvinum viraktaha. This word, ah, viraktaha. Samya tendriyaha. Again, samya tendriyaha. Abhyasena atmanu yogi dharayet achalam manaha. And this was, a transcendentalist having become disgusted and hopeless in all endeavors for material happiness completely controls the senses and develops detachment by spiritual practice he should then fix the mind on the spiritual platform without deviation so that is this is the underlying factor a spiritualist must become disgusted and hopeless with this material world now that he is making plans and plans and after plans you know प्रहलाद महाराज से दुराशय बहिरार्थ मानिनाथिंग they are or the materialists are too different the concept the materialists are always trying to amass many many material desires understand that's why they are living on the platform of hope against hope whereas the spiritualists they also have this word hope against hope gives you a lot of distress to become utterly hopeless is becoming you free from all material miseries Yeah, I, I saw one some guy writing, but actually it's coming from here only. Everything is coming from the sastra. So you see, when you become a spiritualist and become utterly hopeless with this material life, then that's it. You become very happy, but you are living with this hope against hope. Then you will be terribly in miserable condition. When the mind is concentrated on the spiritual platform, is suddenly deviated from its spiritual position. One should carefully bring it under the control of the self by following the prescribed means. This is just the deviation, but still you should bring the mind back. One should never lose sight of the actual goal of material activity, but rather conquering the life and senses and utilizing intelligence strengthened by the mode of goodness. One should bring the mind under the control of the self. In other words, we should control our mind. A expert horseman desiring to tame a headstrong horse first, let the horse have his way for a moment, and then pulling the rein gradually places the horse on the desired path. Similarly, the supreme yoga process that by which one carefully observes the movement and desires of the mind and gradually, gradually brings them under full control until 
one's mind is fixed in the spiritual satisfaction, one should analytically study the temporal nature of all material objects, whether cosmic, earthly or atomic. One should constantly observe the process of creation through the natural progressive function and process of annihilation through the regressive function. In other words, you should understand that this material world is a no-go. When a person is disgusted with the temporary, illusory nature of this world and is thus detached from it, his mind, guided by the instruction of the spiritual master, considers again and again of this, of the nature of this world and eventually gives up his own identification with matter. There is another very important point. We cannot get disgusted from this material consciousness until and unless we are firmly adhering to the instruction of our spiritual master. You understand? Without the help of spiritual master, this spiritual program is a waste of time. It cannot work. It cannot, cannot work. You follow? Because you will be very much allured by mind. See, that's why you need the instruction of the spiritual master. So therefore, spiritual life is based on... Of course, you may think that, wow, well, now it's very problem, huh? so many things I cannot do. Huh? It's very tough, you know, this thing. Correct? Huh? So, to console us, to explain here, having awakened faith in the narrations of my glories, been disgusted with my own material activities, okay, like disgusted, but knowing that all self-gratification lead to misery, uh, we know, Maya is going to give up, yes? But, still unable to renounce all sense enjoyment. We are ad ad addicted. We still, correct? It says here, addict, what to do? Correct? Yeah. And he says, my devotee should remain happy and worship me with great faith and conviction. Even though he sometimes engaged in sense enjoyment, my devotee knows that all sense gratification lead to a miserable result. He sincerely repents such activities. So he is stuck, cannot come out, but he cries. Repent means what? Huh? What does repent mean? Huh? Cries? Please, my dear Lord, help me. Please, get me out of this mind. So this is the method of trying to come out of this problem. And the sincerity, the sincerely, the sincerity is very important. So when he gets on doing that, then by gradually, you know, taking out the process, proktena bhakti yogena bhajato maskrana munehe kamahradaye nashyanti Sarve Mahi Hiddhis When an intelligent person engages constantly in worshipping through loving devotional service as described by me, his heart becomes firmly situated in me, thus 
all material desires within the heart are destroyed. The process is taking up devotional service. And when all material desires are destroyed, then of course we spoke today again the same verse is coming out today, same thing. Bhidhiyate sarva, bhidhiyate hridaya grantis, the material desires, the heart is gone, gone. Chiyante, chiyante, sarva samsa, all doubts are gone, doubts also must clear. Chiyante, stasyaji karma, no more karma, no, you know. And Mahidhiste, Akilatmani, then yes, it is planned that not in the heart is pierced, or is giving the contributions, and the chain of fruitive action is terminated, when I am seen as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, the devotee actually sees Krishna. I have shown you the example of today's verse, how this is achieved by example of Dev. So many devotees. Then I have uh, explained the process of arterial meditation, how the heart must be clean of all contamination, and how devotees take up the chanting, they will develop that gradually. Any questions or comments on these points? All right, no questions, we'll stop here then. Thank you very much. Krandarachma Bhagavan Ji.